mean, I'm not going to waste any time discussing the Nets. What is there to say? They didn't play any defense. They got spanked. That's that. And you hope to go out there and, and pick it up. I mean, in the next game, I can't stand watching basketball when no defense is played, which is why I can't also watch the Knicks, although they did give a little bit of a better effort. Wow, look at the Knicks. Maybe that... You know, team-only dinner that Julius Randle set up. Maybe that will change things for the Knicks' fortunes moving forward. Highly unlikely. Oh, no, it must be the shortened rotation. That's it. No Evan Fournier, no Quentin Grimes, and the Knicks get a win on the road in Utah. Okay, moving on now after we discuss the basketball teams that have basically been irrelevant, uh, to to be kind. I'm trying to be nice here. Uh, They've been irrelevant to start this year. Uh, Well, I shouldn't say that. The Knicks are irrelevant. The Nets are relevant in all the wrong ways this year. Anyway, the big news of the day, the Yankees acting like, well, the Yankees. Two-year deal for Anthony Rizzo, 40 million bucks. Rizzo comes back, and that scare that was maybe put in the Yankee fans or in the Yankees yesterday by the Houston Astros, that is no more. And it's odd how that works, isn't it? A report comes out the day prior saying that the Astros' primary target is Anthony Rizzo. Next thing you know, less than 24 hours later, boom, Rizzo and the Yankees have agreed to a deal worth two year, uh, worth $40 bucks over two years, and there's a, a club option or a buyout in that third year. So a, a move that needed to be made. The Yankees, and by the way, Rizzo is expected to be better this year with the shift being banned, where he got maybe robbed of a bunch of different hits. You're talking about his average potentially being raised. We know the power that he has, a 30-home run guy. He had, what, 32 home runs last year? So Rizzo, not only is he a tremendous defensive first baseman, not only does he provide power, in particular power from the left-handed side, but Rizzo, you know, you expect, like we said, the average to go up. Rizzo provides leadership in the Yankee clubhouse and a guy who's actually won a World Series before. He's a fan favorite for obvious reasons. He's just a winning player. And I know the Yankees didn't win a World Series with him, but Rizzo, as we mentioned, won a World Series with the Cubs years ago. He's a winning player, and he makes other players better. Whether it's his defense, his leadership, whatever, his attitude. And we know... That Rizzo, well, I mean, I don't know. This one's going based on reports. That Rizzo is reportedly close to Aaron Judge. You wonder if that played a factor here where the Yankees trying to shore up Rizzo and say, all right, Aaron, well, we got your buddy back. We didn't lose him. Now come to Papa. Let's go. And that's maybe even the bigger news of the day. You kind of, I mean, I didn't expect really the Yankees to lose Rizzo, right? If they wanted the player back, they were getting Plus, it's the same situation that you know the Yankees wanted Rizzo, but Rizzo also wanted to be a Yankee. You knew that that was the case going into the offseason. So it's no surprise that Rizzo's coming back. But the more encouraging news today were all the quotes from Hal Steinbrenner at the owners' meetings where he continued to reference money not being an issue and that the Yankees are going to go out there and spend, not just going to wait on Judge, they're going to go spend, and maybe giving Aaron Judge, who he's spoken to, he said, multiple times, and let Judge know how badly Hal and the Yankees want Aaron Judge to be a lifelong Yankee, You know, potentially throwing the captaincy out there, which, again, who gives a crap? Aaron, here's what we're going to do for you. 
uh, forget the $400 million you might get from San Francisco. We're going to offer you our captaincy. You know how much it means to be a Yankee captain? Can't put a price tag on that. And if I'm judge, I'm saying, yeah, you can. Uh, start with three fifty. How about that? I mean, yeah, the captaincy is great. I feel like the Yankee fans and the Yankee organization. Now, I'm not saying it's not a high honor. It is. And being a captain is a great honor regardless. But the Yankee captain is special. But do you think that really is going to mean something when it comes down to the bottom dollar? It's not. I mean, it's about the money, and it should be about the money. Yeah, that's great. I'll go be the captain in San Francisco if they pay me $400 million. That's not enough of a carrot. Anyway, Hal continued to talk about how he met with Judge, and Judge knows the Yankees wanted to be a lifelong Yankee, and he knows how much they value him. And he gets the feeling that Judge also wants to be a Yankee, like we, we felt all along. But the bigger thing than just Judge, you know, with Hal saying that money's not going to be an issue, and I'm paraphrasing. The exact quote was just talking about how they are you know, going to spend money and they're not going to let that get in the way of Aaron Judge. Not quite the, we will not be outbid for Aaron Judge. I mean, they, you know, to their point, they got to make sure they keep it within where they want to be with their payroll, but the Yankees are going to provide a substantial offer for Aaron Judge. If only they did that before the season. And then maybe we wouldn't be down this road right now. But I felt, you know, where I joke and call them the bronze bombers, and they've been operating as such. I felt yesterday was an encouraging day. Now, it could just be a smokescreen. Forget about Judge. But more about, oh, the Yankees have checked in on top shortstops. The Yankees have checked in on Brandon Nimmo. What happened to the deal? I thought that the Mets weren't going to go after Aaron Judge. I thought there was a little gentleman's agreement. All of a sudden, the Yankees now could go inquire about Brandon Nimmo. Well, I mean, if I'm the Mets and you need power, why not go after Aaron Judge? It only makes sense. Maybe the Mets using that as an excuse. Who knows? But anyway, Yankees are inquiring about the top free agent shortstops, which I think is encouraging, but also, you know, there's nothing there. The, I, they inquired last year about the top free agent shortstops. Yeah, you want to come to us for one year, $15 million? We'll take you. Obviously, that's not going to be the case. So I don't buy that that's going to happen. But, I mean, Brandon Nimmo, a realistic possibility. I get the feeling. Let's use common sense, right? Let's be baseball reporters and use a little common sense, which is all I tried to do because I don't. I mean, I talk to people a lot of times who are in the know or talk to other people or whatever, but I don't have any sources. Don't pretend to, don't care to. Just use common sense. Well, if you listen to what Boone said, yeah, we were right there. We're not that far away. No, 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 no. Aaron, are you far away from the uh, achieving the ultimate goal and winning the World Series? No, 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 no. Okay, so Boone thinks they're close. Well, then what happened in the ALCS? Well, injuries. Okay. Cash, what about you? No injuries. No, no LeMayu, no Benintendi. No excuses, but injuries were a part of it. Hal, how about you? What do you think the biggest difference was between you and the Astros? Well, I mean, not to make excuses, but the, the injuries caught up on us. Oh, the injuries. The injuries were a big part of it. Okay, so... Using what we know there, the Yankees blaming the injuries for their failures, 
they already are bringing back Boone and Cashman, and they really don't have many, you know, now they're bringing back Anthony Rizzo. They really don't have many areas where you can clearly see where they're going to upgrade. Forget the pitching staff with the rotation and the ever-changing bullpens in Major League Baseball. Look at the lineup. Harrison Bader is in center. You basically know that the Yankees are going to go with Peraza at short. And if it's not Peraza at short, got news for you. It's going to be IKF again. I would think that that's the most likely of scenarios. I mean, unless there's some kind of shocking blockbuster to where the Yankees trade Peraza, Volpe, Glaber to the Angels or something like that for Otani. I mean, and I don't foresee that being the case, but... In all likelihood, it is lining up to where Peraza should be ready to take over the reins at short. They, the Yankees, have said Donaldson is going to play third base again. You would assume that Connor Falefa is going to be a utility guy. Play a little short, play a little third, whatever. He'll be that guy off the bench. Glaber, all right, who knows? Maybe that's a spot where they can trade. Maybe they could upgrade. Maybe they get a, a Cabrera in there. You know, They have some options with the young guys, but I would assume on the infield they're going young. Rizzo's back, as we said. They want Judge back, and then they need a left fielder. So if they're inquiring with Nimmo, but they also mentioned that Ben Attendee would have been the perfect fit, and he got hurt, and that cost us, what does that make you think is going to happen? If I'm a betting man, and I am occasionally, check out Superbook Sports. If I'm a betting man, I'm betting that the Yankees are trying to bring back, obviously, Judge, and Ben Attendee as well. And if they can't get Benintendi, they look at a guy like Brandon Nimmo, who is a, you know, maybe not as good as a hitter as Benintendi, but he could hit in Yankee Stadium. He might be hitting over 20 home runs. And he's a guy who's going to draw walks and get on base. He'd be a solid left fielder. Benintendi probably hit for a better average. Maybe Nimmo walks a little bit more. But either way, similar players, left-handed bats that'll be solid in left field and provide a different type of, of offense than what the Yankees generally have with all their power. But that's what you're looking at, which is essentially the same team. It's the same team. So while it could be encouraging to hear Hal talk about money and spending, and it's not going to be an issue. No, we're the Yankees. Well, A, I'll believe it when I see it. And B, Okay, so you're spending to bring back Anthony Rizzo. You're still minus Judge at the moment. Let's say, best case scenario, you bring back Aaron Judge, regardless of how much it costs. Okay, well, now you're back to almost where you were last year. And then what? Bring back Benintendi, and now you have a full year of Benintendi and hope that everybody stays healthy? Cross our fingers. Because if injuries happen, I mean, the Yankees have no chance. Injuries are the problem. It's not that the Yankees haven't built a good enough team since 2009. It's bad luck and injuries. So it must just be good luck and health for the Astros or the Braves last year. Or the Dodgers in 2020, Nationals in 2019. Now, I agree that luck is a major part of sports, but come on. The Braves lost Ronald Acuna for the year. They went and won the World Series. (laughs) <laughs> oh, it's injuries. Somehow the Braves could lose Ronald Acuna Jr. for the year and win the World Series. And the Yankees lose Andrew Benintendi and DJ LeMayu and they get swept in the ALCS. Uh, I mean, oh, you do the math. Injuries, I guess. 
Padres did okay without Fernando Tatis, didn't they? Now, how'd they get to the NLCS? How'd that ever happen without Tatis? Well, hmm. did they blame injuries, by the way? I mean, I don't pay that much attention to it. Although, the Padres never leave me alone. I went to one game there about five years ago, and I get emails constantly. Jesus, leave me alone. Anyway, in all those emails, not once did I see anything about complaining about injuries. Point is, even though Hal is now talking a big game, I want to see it. Where is the change coming from for the Yankees? That's the issue. Rizzo back, great move. I think we all would agree it was a necessary move. And now it's like, okay, well, that's great. But what's next? What are you going to do to improve your ball club? And it's funny because, and we'll take a break and then get back to your calls or get to your calls on this now Wednesday morning, 877-337-6666, Wednesday morning. I got to take out the cardboard today. Let me write that down. Cardboard, 6 eight. Okay. Uh, 877-337-6666. I was having this conversation both off and on the air with my colleague, Andy Martino, over at SNY, and I was saying, okay, great, Rizzo's back. Well, now what? How are they going to improve? And his counter was... Well, what do they need to improve on? They went to the ALCS. They won a division. I was like, well, yeah, I mean, that's great if, you know, you like getting to the championship series and getting swept. Me, I have higher standards. And by the way, it's not just my higher standards or my higher expectations. The big, bad, mighty Yankees, they're the ones who pound their chests and say 27 world championships, the greatest franchise. Come see the New York Yankees. All that. They're the ones who talk about how great they are. And... We're supposed to settle for the bronze now? They've become the bronze bombers to where it's okay. Well, they put together a good team. They made the playoffs. They won the division. Yeah, here's the thing about that. They were lucky to dominate the way that they did the first couple of months. I think they were more or at least closer to maybe more like realistically what they were after that than they were in the first couple of months because I couldn't believe what I was watching. The comparisons to 98, it just didn't add up. So they're going to believe that they were closer to that team that started the season as opposed to the team that finished up the second half and then in the postseason where they barely got by the Guardians, who they should have smoked. And look, Cleveland's good, all due respect. The Yankees at home in that series, come on. They didn't play a great series. They were fortunate they won the division. And when you look at the other teams in the division, do you think those teams are saying, hey, you know what? We were okay last year. If a break went our way here or there, maybe we win the division. Let's roll it out again. I highly doubt it. I would believe, or I do believe, and I would bet, that the Red Sox, the Blue Jays, the Rays, they're going to try to improve from last year. Not just say, well, we need to get healthy. They will try to improve from last year. That means even if the Yankees do stay the same, they're still going backwards with other teams improving. Yankees need to improve on their ball club from last year. Where's that change and improvement coming? 